Howdy, yokes! Welcome back to Bacon and Eggs! I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Wait, no. So strap on your seatbelts, review the alphabet, and tell us what age you are based on the pizza you make, because it's time for Perspective Z, your favorite generational podcast. I'm Rachel. Oh my gosh, Rachel. Welcome back to Perspective Z. I'm Rachel. And I'm Katrina. No, don't think you are. No, I'm not. No. So so we have special teamed up today with the host of Perspective Z, your favorite generational podcast, to bring you a Perspective Z style episode of bacon and eggs, which is going to be a little bit weird because Perspective Z is about the perspective of Gen Z, and Ethan and Tyler are both millennials. Uh, So we will bring our own millennial friends flavor to it uh which is not the flavor of applebee's because we murdered them look they said that avengers endgame was the most ambitious crossover event in history it's not and they, they were probably right but this is the second most ambitious crossover event in history no I think, yeah it is i think this beats it this is way bigger uh, look if we, if they give us $2.78 billion for making this episode, I will be freaking jazzed. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have to pay for college. Here's the you thing. You wouldn't yeah, have to pay for anything ever for the rest of your entire life. I mean, you have to pay okay. for stuff, but you'd never right. have to you make have another to pay dime. For all of it. <laughs> you'd never have to make another here's, dime. Here's here's one thing I want you to take away from this episode. If, if nothing else, dear listener, Perspective Z is a better idea than what we do at bacon and eggs it is just a smarter and more interesting concept and that's what i want you to understand and we are joined today by one of the hosts because it is pride month and pride month is the time where we give our platform to people who probably have more to celebrate in pride month so rachel we're bringing it to our show and we'd like you to tell your story or as much of it you'd like to share okay so well i was born on a warm evening it was july 31st around actually my mom has no not that far back you can go that far back okay cool i don't remember much from then were you about to say your mom has no idea when you were born she doesn't know what time time i was born what time okay (laughs) she knows the day although she likes to pretend she doesn't Classic that is such bar. a good parent ruse. Oh, I forgot your birthday. Whoops. Yeah, that's really, never, she forgot. That's never scarred anyone ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so more recently, now we have you on as the definitive voice of a generation, kind of like Kanye was for us. Oh, uh, no. I don't want to be and, the Kanye and, of my generation. Why? Kanye was the, was the genius voice of a generation. You know how much his shoes cost? It's stupid. Ethan owns them. I own three pairs. It's ridiculously expensive. This is, this is the difference. We've already got it. We've nailed the difference between millennials and Gen Zers. Zoomers, as we like to call them around here. Y'all are like, yes. look at these shoes. They're so expensive. I'm like, our generation's like, e- and uh, I bought them. Because, you know, honestly, they are a lot. They're a lot of money. Okay, I'm not going to pretend like $220 is not a lot of money. But if you have a job, like a, like a grown-up job, that's like not that unreasonable of an expense to pay for a thing. It's a lot for shoes, but it's like, it's not going to destroy you. Yes. $220 is not even that much for shoes. No, you can pay a lot more for shoes. These shoes even, right even, even sneakers. You can you can pay, look, you can pay $900 for a pair of Balenciaga sneakers that they microwaved. They're just melted. Yeah, I think that's also too expensive because keep in mind, I'm still in high school. So $220 is two weeks of work. No, yeah, I'm with that. It's a lot. You know, for like, but for a lot of like adults, that's like two days. Chuck Taylor's, you're so Gen Z. These were 50 bucks. Wearing your boomer shoes. That's half a week of work based on the math we just got. Yeah, but I didn't have to pay for those because my mom has a shoe limit. If it's over $75, I have to pay for it. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, I had the same thing, but I am an adult now and I bought my Yeezys when I had a job. I'll be an adult in 13 months. Okay, but I was like an adult adult. Like I had graduated (laughs) from college and had more than one job since college. Um. Technically, I have a job. Technically speaking, I will also have graduated from college. Yeah, she's going to have an associate's degree. Oh, good for you. Thank Proud you. of you. Nailing it. Not enough associate scholars anymore. I mean, I'm just doing it to prove I can. Man, we really sound old. <laughs> you we do. Because the next this, line, that's next line out of my mouth was like, man, you could do a lot of an associate's degree. You should go be like an electrician. They make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the smart way to do it. Skip college. Go ahead and head over to trade school. A lot of local businesses will pay for it. And then you'll make like $80,000 a year for the rest of your life which like sure you don't get a raise but you don't really need a raise when you're making eighty thousand dollars maybe you do i don't know how expensive des moines is but eighty thousand dollars in this city and you're set um it's like middle class for a single person 
Middle to upper. Yeah, that would be middle. That would still be middle class here. It'd be middle class, but I mean, you'd be you'd be very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But like, you're not I'd driving have a around. Lot of dogs. You're not driving around town in a in a Bentley. No, 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 you're not. But I don't really need a Bentley. No, I do. Uh, I learned, do want a Tesla though. I do want a Tesla. But Elon Musk the other day was like, within three years, everybody's going to be driving a Tesla or something similar. So I think he's about to release a Tesla that costs like two grand. That's just as good as any other car. Or Elon Musk, who truly decides who gets to be president, is going to put somebody in office that will just sign a bill to give us all Teslas. My sister I, really wants a too. Tesla. If you, you meet, get high okay, yokels written look, in your Tesla. Look, look, if you meet somebody that doesn't want a Tesla, they're either A, lying, B, way too invested in their truck, or C, a robot slash alien, and you should kill them. I don't fall I into truck. any of those categories. <laughs> You are also 16. Fair. I'm not here, not here to say that the opinions of the youth don't matter, but it's like, it's, 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 you, you'll get there. You'll get there. My dream car, well, I have two dream cars, a Mini Cooper because they're really cute and a Chevy Silverado because it's the opposite of a Mini Cooper. Hmm. So well, I that's, think that's great because Tesla's about to release a full-size half-ton pickup. Are they really? Yes. Within the next 24 months. I have a full-size half-ton pickup. Fully electric. Um, but I will... Maybe I want a Tesla. I would like an electric one. And you know what? You know what trucks need? You know what Dennis Leary is always telling me the trucks need? Torque. You know what has torque? Electric Teslas. motors. Yeah, those yeah, things just Yeah, that would actually spin. be really good because trucks burn through gas. And are yeah, like and also you could just, you could you could haul a lot of stuff with that torque. Anyway, this is like, what are we doing here? So We got to talk about our favorite songs, right? Well, before we get to our favorite songs and our favorite things, we need Rachel to share her story oh, if right. she would like to. Right, we cut oh, her off to yeah, talk about right. Teslas and corn. <laughs> Corn! One of Iowa's big imports. Nebraska, I don't want to hear it. Tell uh, us. But anyway. That's a, also an export. That's what I meant. It's summer. It's okay. I'd be it's very summer. surprised if you were importing corn. We Actually, I think we do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure your grocery store shelves look the exact same as ours. Well, yeah, because it's not always corn season. So if we want sweet corn, we have to import it during like winter Wild. months. Wild. Yeah. I didn't know corn had a season. You know, the thing is, is like corn's not even like nutritionally worthwhile. Anyway, Rachel's story. My story. Okay, so... I moved to a tiny town in Missouri when I was like four from a semi-small town in Iowa that was not Des Moines. And I lived there for 10 years. And then right before my freshman year of high school, I moved to Des Moines and that's where I've been since then. Um, and that was mainly because my mom married my stepdad and my brother graduated. So it was like the quote unquote perfect time. I don't know, is there a perfect time to move? Uh, to move down here. So then trying to high school. I'm doing that right now. I have a dog. It's adorable. She's my so, baby. I would have- Sky underscore the underscore pirate on uh, the old Instagram. Yeah, smash Sky's, that Instagram follow. Sky is S-K-Y-E. It's, it's one of the best dog Instagrams I've ever seen. She's just such a character. And I feel like my grandma's saying that, but she's always ready for a photo shoot, even yeah, if she doesn't Yeah, it's like you got, that, you got that puppy and it was ridiculously cute. And it's like, a lot of times the, the puppies that are the cutest sort of grow into dogs that just sort of look like dogs. Yeah. You know, all, all dogs are cute, but like, but like, like the really adorable puppies, they, they just grow into like big fluffers. But like Sky has maintained an extraordinary level of cuteness mm -hmm. that I thought was impossible. Well, it's because of the like half spotted face. It is, yeah. It's she's got a lot going for her. She does. She's the not one the brown ear. Yeah. She's not the softest dog in the world. She has hair instead of fur, but she like loves to be petted. So naturally, I sit and do that for hours. Yeah, my dog has approximately the same fur as a deer, so I get that. Yeah, that's kind of how I would equate it, but like softer than a deer. A deer that uses a deep conditioner, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, deer Deer are not not soft. Oh no, for sure. How often are you guys petting deer? I'm from uh, a small town in Missouri. Yeah, we, we have deer that just kind of walk up on our back porch. What? Yeah. Also, like, have you never like touched one of Tom Millahan's deer? Oh, I have. I don't know who Tom Man, Millahan just... is. He's one of our friends' dads that's like a big, handsome man. big hunter, uh, and he just has like deer heads everywhere, and, and, you know, I've been curious. I've touched the deer heads. Who hasn't? Apparently not Tyler. Okay, a your assignment is to go touch about. a deer head. I've touched the deer. I just, I don't think, like, I if you were to ask me how soft a deer is, I think my answer would be like, I don't know, soft, I guess. Not that soft. I mean, but they're not like, like, they're not like. Less soft than like a lab. Yeah, less soft than a lab. Less soft probably than like what I imagine a chipmunk feels like. But like, oh. but like approximately the same softness as like a squirrel. What I imagine a squirrel feels like. Oh, chipmunks no, and squirrel squirrels seems are much soft. softer. Are soft? Are squirrels really soft? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, I'm I'm thinking of more like a uh, like a Great Dane. That's just the kind of softness level. I'm I thinking just imagine of a like deer. a squirrel being a little bit bristly. Interesting. No, they're soft. I don't spend a lot of time touching squirrels. 
Well, I don't either, but, you know, during, like, conservation days in, like, elementary school, they would bring in various animal pellets for us to try, because, again, middle of nowhere Missouri, that's what you did. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've touched a few squirrel pellet pelts. Not pelts. Pelts, yeah. Pelts. Pel- pellets would be, like, food. Or- you know what You know what are soft that they used to make us touch in elementary school was, was foxes. Foxes are soft. Oh, foxes are yeah. soft. And they, have, they, make, they very, make a very nice leather. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, ve- they're very soft, like, skin. Hmm. As do deer. Deer make good leather. I knew that one. I have a pair of Sperry's right. that are deer skin. This is such let's a weird conversation. Into, let's get into perspective why, or whatever nope. we are. Z. No, we're still talking about Rachel's story. Oh, right. Uh, my story. I don't, what, what all? What about? What all about my story? Do you want to know? So we want to. We want to give you a chance to tell sort of what your your side of things are as far as I mean, whatever you, if anything, if you want to talk about, you know, what it's like to be a non traditional teenager in Des Moines. Oh sure. Um, so I'm an introvert insofar as I hate being around people. So like that makes the whole podcasting thing interesting. Um, but I really wanted to make a big like extrovert move when I came out to my family as um, bisexual. So I actually did it right after the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve when we were at like a New Year's party or not New Year's Eve, but New Year's. Um, and since then I've kind of found like a community of fellow introverts in the queer community, which is really cool. Cause we don't like people, but we also like people. So what's it like being, is there, is there like a strong queer community in the, 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 greater Des Moines area. Like, I have no idea what I think Iowa is like, but it, it doesn't strike me off Traveler's the cuff. insurance is all I know about Des Moines. It does not strike me off the cuff as, like, the world's most inclusive place. So, it's definitely not exclusive. It's pretty liberal as far as politics go. Um, I don't know much about, like, the Des Moines central queer community. I know a lot of what I have, like, in my high school, um, which is a very accepting and open place. It's pretty diverse which I think helps with the open and accepting part. Uh, But I think I wasn't able to go to Pride this year because I was in Arizona celebrating my niece's first birthday. Um, That's a good reason. There are worse reasons to miss Pride. Yeah, for sure. Um, But from the pictures I saw, it was huge. Other than Caitlin Bennett going there. Who? We do not want to talk about her on this show. Nope, not even going to happen. Nope. (sighs) Not interested in her. Mm-mm. So yeah, she was there causing problems, but otherwise, all that I saw was like just a very large, warm, inclusive pride celebration, which was cool to see pictures of. That's so excellent. Yeah. Well, that is very exciting, and I'm happy that life is going well for uh, Rooch Booch in Ye Old Des Moines. Ye Old, which is Des French for the Moine. The Moines. Okay, it actually means the monk, but. Everyone here says the Moines. Yeah, you showed me that T-shirt from like uh, Ray Gun, whatever yep. it is. Ray that Gun. said that. Was that it? Yeah. Woo! Go memory from a year ago. I mean, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, it's a great shop. It's, it's a truly, truly great place that I would love to have one of here. It is, but um, it's kind of a Midwest shop. So if, if you're in a Midwest area, then it's a nice shop to have. But it's basically just a shirt full of... A shirt. A shop full of Midwest sayings and things on shirts. Well, I right, mean, but yeah, but I like they could print everywhere. other things on the shirts. They could, but then it wouldn't be the same. I just want that level of creativity to go towards my city. Okay, that's fair. Right, like it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but it's like the the, the people that are making these innovative uh, slogans and actually making them into t-shirts that I would they don't hate. Because most of the time I see things with like slogans like that on them. I'm like, this is the worst piece of clothing I've ever looked at in my life. Looking at you, most of the non-Warner Brothers Harry Potter merch that is available everywhere. Looking at you. You're actually looking at Tyler and I on Skype. I'm actually just staring at my waveforms on Audacity. They're fascinating me today. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Mine are never that interesting. I've always been a a strong waveform kind of guy. Well, that's interesting. I'm happy to to hear your story. Let's get into our favorite things. Rich, do you want to lead the way? Yeah, sure. So one thing we do on Perspective Z is talk about our favorite things and favorite songs of the week because we're teenagers and our opinions change a lot. Um, so I wanted to know, do you guys have favorite things this week? Yes. I do. My my favorite thing this week has been the YouTube show Binging with Babish. Uh, I have just like watching that as well as the, I guess, NBC comedy Superstore. I have just binged both of those things all week and I have no idea where I found all this time to watch YouTube and television, but I just somehow did and I watched two 
seasons of a television show and uh what in god's which name is never happened. i've watched what? like an episode of it i don't even know if it's good i might hate it i honestly have no idea i just know that it's like remained on on a television in front of my face for a few days now. Okay, neither of those statements answer my what in God's name is Superstore question. Oh, it's a workplace comedy. Uh, uh, Virginia Ferrera, not Virginia Ferrera, Ferrari, no. America Ferrera. America Ferrera. America Ferrera and like some straight white dude that looks like Ted or Ross or, I don't know, in, or Got JD. dark-haired straight white guy from sitcom. Yeah, Got he's it. the one. Got it. Yeah, he's the lead. Bad Bob Saget ripoff. Right. <clears throat> Uh, but he's got a little bit more depth than like Ted would have, although he's very similar to Ted. Anyway, I don't know. I've watched a lot of that, but Binging with Babish, I genuinely love. I've really, really enjoyed it, and I've been cooking a lot lately, and that has been my favorite thing. Wait. What about you, Ethan? I thought what? I thought that YouTube channel was about like mukbangs. Is no, it's it about cooking. Oh. His head's not in it at all. Oh. Okay. Mukbang is a thing I wish would go away forever. Me too. Yeah, that's super creepy. People that are into that. Uh, you know, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yums, but stop. I, like, just, like, uh, go into Google and search, mm. stop it, get some help, Michael Jordan GIF, and watch it <laughs> a thousand times. But that's it. Just just don't talk to me about it. I want to be inclusive, What's been? but not to you. <laughs> What's been your favorite thing, you think? My favorite thing uh, happened just before we recorded this episode, in that uh, we got the first mix back of one of my band's new songs, and it's awesome, uh, better than I could have hoped for. And it's just the first mix, so we still get to make additional changes if we need to. But I'm very excited for the next four to come back. Very excited to release a new album. Um, so that's been my new thing. So new music sometime. In the distant Hopefully future. by the end of the year. Rooch, what's your favorite thing? Or do you want to save your favorite things for your recording that comes up, I guess, tomorrow? Oh, no, I have a favorite thing. I'm always coming up with favorite things. It's these pretzels from Costco. They are dark chocolate sea salt covered. Um, Hate it for you. Just sounds awful. Sounds delicious. Anything with sea salt makes anything better. Yeah, exactly. That sounds it's, so good. It's They're really good. If y'all don't have a Costco near you, but I recommend driving to a Costco and just getting those. What are you, what are you, what are you scoping out my area on, on the Goog Maps? Uh, no, I've you guys talked talk to people that live in your area about Costco. Yeah, no, we have a BJ's and a Sam's Club, but we do not have a Costco. And honestly, There's, we didn't need a BJ's. I don't know what BJ's is. I like the BJ's, BJ's though. is a warehouse club. It is absolutely no different than the other warehouse clubs. Don't oh, let okay. anybody tell you that one's better. Costco's better. It's just not. They're exactly the same. They're all the same. You can get food in, like, the cafe area, and you can also buy a lot of a lot of things. They are exactly the same. All warehouse clubs are the same. Do not at me. It's the silliest so thing you, you to think... have this, like, violent brand preference over. Okay, but what about Sheets and Wawa? They're entirely different in every way, and both are very good for different <laughs> reasons. They have different food. Like, it's a completely different, like, menu. Costco pays its employees. What? Um. Costco's, like, minimum wage is, like, $22 an hour. I'm quitting my job and going to Costco. Good it luck getting hired. They're very picky. They're very picky, and I'm pretty sure you have to be 18. That's wild, because I've never yeah, met Cos anybody that works in a warehouse club that has any any resemblance of competence whatsoever. Ethan, you're talking Brutal. about my future employers. I mean, that's fine. That's Go exactly for it. Right. Go for it. But if you work in a warehouse club, you better learn where things are in your store. Oh, I, I do understand that frustration because I work in retail and there are two or three employees that just don't understand the concept of like learning the floor plan. Let me uh, update. I've got Costco's uh, payscale.com right here. Cashiers make an average of twelve fifty four an hour, which is still way more than any cashier should make, um, or does make in the country. I have no idea what they should make. That's not for me to decide. Uh, stockers thirteen forty one. Pharmacy tech sixteen fourteen. Warehouse supervisors twenty four dollars. Uh, cake decorators thirteen. So anyway, you're getting like at least twelve fifty an hour. Average hourly rate sixteen thirty seven. Hey, I could be a cake decorator. I have cake decorating experience. You have a lot of cake decorating experience. Did you see yeah, my you Mickey Mouse could. cake? I did. You also have cake decorator on your resume. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, here's exciting news about cake decorating. Hy-V Corporation pays $15 an hour for cake decorating. Hmm. So that's, so that's an Texas. annual salary Yeah, of $31,000. It's not too bad. Did you just say move to Texas to work at Hy-V? Yeah. Isn't that their big grocery store they always talk about endlessly? Like everybody from Texas who thinks everything's no. better in Texas? No, that's H-E-B. Ah, -E whatever. is the Midwest. Okay. Those are the same thing. No, they are not. <laughs> you can it's make just, up It's just, look, it's just Texas Publix. Publix. 
Public is public is Texas's. I mean, it's Florida's. Uh, Heb giant. No, Kroger. no, 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 no. Nobody Kroger's... has ever set foot in a giant and been like, "This is better somehow." Kroger's oh, pretty man. good. I love giant. Uh, also, also, just want to break the fourth wall here for you, grocery store aficionados. There's a, a like an eighty percent chance that Kroger owns your favorite grocery store. You not a big teeter guy? No, I love Harris Teeter, but it's owned by Kroger. I'm still looking up how old you have to be to work at Costco. Anyway, uh, what 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 are your favorite songs? Mine new... or Tyler's? Can I go first? I think Tyler and I might have the same answer. Yeah, it's the new Day to Remember Marshmallow track. It's the track. new Day to Remember Marshmallow track. Uh, Rescue it Me. Slaps. Yeah, yeah. absolute oh my God. banger. A Day to Remember, yeah. one of my favorite bands ever. Really bummed I'm not going to get to see them live next week. Uh... And uh, Marshmallow is is the, uh, my probably my favorite up and coming EDM DJ. Well, I guess he he. Up, I don't know how came. EDM works at all. But. I don't either. But he wears a marshmallow head, and like it's just like it's cooler than than Dead Mouse. He's definitely not up it and is. coming. I mean, he's new no, yeah, though. I think he's he's up and come. But he's, he's new though. Eh, not to EDM listeners. Okay, I don't associate with those people. Okay, he's the new, he's the new, like, the new face of, like, pop EDM. That's fair. Exciting news about Chris Comstock. He was born in 1992. He's our age. He's a little bit older than me, as he is currently 27, and I am currently 26. Uh, Who is Chris he's Comstock? He's only been active since 2015. That's Marshmallow. Okay, so he's been active since 2015. So, yeah, he's yeah. new. Let me tell you, EDM people, that's new. Hey, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah? It's 2019. Right, but, like, look up David Guetta, Martin Garrix, Zed. Any of them, any of the people no. whose names you know, they've been around look for a lot longer since 2015. <laughs> look, look, look up Bass Nectar. Bass Hunter's been playing music since 1998. Who is Chris Comstock? Marshmallow. No, 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 no. Marshmallow is 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 many. That's the, that, that's that's this whole thing. It's like everybody is Marshmallow. You're Marshmallow. I'm Marshmallow. Anybody can be Marshmallow. I want Marshmallow. But his name is Chris Comstock. No, but he. That's he's the thing the is he's not a person. He's like David Letterman and and John Mayer. Look, go to go to his like Instagram and Twitter. It's just a bunch of people, it, like celebrities, wearing the marshmallow head. Right, but the guy making the music is Chris Comstock. Yeah, but you're not supposed to know that. You're re ruining the fun of it, Tyler. I really like it's marshmallow. It's the first anyway. thing on his on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, but you're ruining Chris the Comstock. Fun. You're ruining the fun, Tyler. Marshmallow. It's not like this, like, oh, I've got to dig and figure it out. It is literally the first two words on his Wikipedia page. I would have to dig to find out Dan was Gossip Girl. Okay. Anyway, Rich, what's your favorite song? My favorite song this week is from the new Doom Days album uh, from Bastille, and it is uh, the Doom Days. That's that's my favorite song. Yo, hold on. There's a new Bastille album? There is. Does it slap? Hey, Siri, remind me in like 35 minutes to listen to the new Bastille album. Okay, I asked Bastille album. It's due in 35 minutes. Thank you. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Doom Days is explicit, but... There are only a two explicit ones on this album, uh, Doom Days and Million Pieces. Hmm. The new Drop the Girl song is clean, as are all the songs on the new record, which is a turn from the last record where none of the songs were clean. Nice. Actually, no, one of them was. Have you considered naming your band? I know there was maybe talk of renaming the band the Tyler Carlin Experience, which I think is a great name. I really genuinely do. But what about Pump Don't Work? Uh, no. Did you at least pitch it? Uh, no, man, I'm not going to. Have you considered Marshmallow? <laughs> think that one's taken. I, it's not. Anyone can be Marshmallow. Yeah, I am Marshmallow. Also, Actually, it could be... I'm not nearly famous enough to be Marshmallow. It could be any of the genres Marshmallow is considered being a part of. You could call your band Future Bounce. You could call your band Electronic. You could call your band Future Bass or Trap. Although Trap, I wouldn't recommend. And you could call it Progressive House. I think Progressive House would be a freaking sweet we're name gonna, for no, a band. We're gonna name we're gonna name our band Trapped Two Return of the Trap. Oh, I like that too. And we're gonna we're, the Trapped. Who did Headstrong? That's Trapped. Who, who yeah, sang that? That's okay, trapped. I just want to make sure. I think that song probably came out before our guest was born. Yeah, I'm looking up. You knew that song. <clears throat> you could name your band Warm Hearted because that's apparently a synonym for Marshmallow. Agreeable, benevolent. When did Headstrong by Trapped come out? 2002. October eighteenth, two thousand two. I was alive. They consider that new metal. Okay. Okay. New new metal at the time. No, new metal is like a thing. Look, have you seen the guys in Trap? Yeah, they look like everybody that was in a band that wasn't like pop music in 2002. No, this one dude on the left is Paul Rudd. Uh, I don't know which picture you're looking at, but that's not helpful. The the thumbnail for the Headstrong official music video. 
Oh. Oh, that might be Paul Rudd. You're right. Anyway, this has been Trapped. Go listen to Trapped. They have one What is trending on YouTube? What is trending on YouTube? That- it's funny that I think it's hilarious that YouTube trending is one of the uh, the topics that like we have to cover because that's such like a perspective Z approach to it, right? Like I don't even know how to millennial- access the trending on YouTube. Right. You're as a kidding. millennial, I wouldn't even know YouTube trending was like a button I could click. Oh my. Which YouTube makes trending me fear number one video day- right now. YouTube trending one number one video right now. Mr. Beast, I opened the world's first free store. Ooh, that's cool. I don't know what to do with this information, though, is the thing. Uh, the second nose turning video is I'm Gay by Eugene from the Try Guys, which actually I... was was truthfully inspirational. It was such a good video. I love Eugene so much. Uh, Eugene is amazing. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's the Try Guy that I hate the least. <laughs> you hate the oh, Try Guys? Oh, I like guys? all of them. Uh... Yeah, they they're just they just still stink of BuzzFeed to me. That's fair. I get um, that they, they they did the thing, they won, or they got their way out. I just, but they're still their videos are just, I just can't do it. Okay. Uh and uh, then and then we got NLE Choppa, free young boy production cash money AP, two point four million views. That makes uh I don't I understand none of those words, but I'm gonna listen to this song real quick. Have you heard Taylor Swift's new song? Because that's also on the trending page. Uh, you need to calm down. I have not. I didn't know there was a new Taylor Swift song. I know there's, there's a new a album new coming Swift out. There's a new Taylor Swift album. Yeah, it's not out yet. No, but this is one of the songs on it. And it's basically calling out like homophobia, uh, sexism, racism, all that jazz. One of the lines is being homophobic never turned anyone straight, but in a very Taylor Swift way of singing it. She used to have a way of singing things, and then she put out a terrible album, and then she put out a banger of a track with Brandon Urie. So about I don't me know what's going Yuri? on with Taylor. I yeah. I love that song so much. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. And this song has the word Patron in it, which means it's not what I associate with Taylor Swift. Okay, just so you guys know, uh, NLE Choppa Free Young Boy is a terrible song. Terrible song. Yeah, awful. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, where are you finding this Taylor Swift at? It's a, it's a lyric video. I just don't... Oh, there it is. You need to calm down lyric video. But yeah, I, I liked, need the I liked chorus. Me. Give me one sec. I, I don't know. It gave me a weird vibe. Like, I, I didn't hate it, but I just kind of felt like it was every pop song ever. Man, you guys are catching on. You're going to find out not too long from now that Billie Eilish isn't that different. I love Billie Eilish. Yeah, she's not doing anything... <laughs> anything different. Oh, I know, but I still love her as a human being. This song is the same color as Me, featuring Brendan Urie. Yeah. This is a weird way to describe yep. it, but it is it is what, on what the same album. You? Like, you can hear that. It's these bright colors. That's not a color. It's, this, it's the same hue. That's even more specific. <laughs> That's true. But it's the same, like, I don't know how to... It's, it's like, like, okay, it, so like it's like... Music a, it's, is like it's like pastel. It's like a dreamsicle orange. Dreamsicle yeah. orange. Yeah, that's what color these songs are. Yeah. I was thinking more mango. It's near white. Man- okay, well, at least you're in the orange vein. I can get with mango. I like the yellows and the purples that she's got going on in here. Okay, the me, the me music video is a work of freaking art. I'll like, give you that. I don't know if y'all have seen that or not, but they're just like having this loud argument like in French. And then she just like snaps to the left and starts singing to the camera. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. We in it now. No, because no, I'm a I, big fan of me. I truthfully hated everything that was Reputation with every fiber of my being. Oh, um, same. And w- you know what drove me crazy about Reputation is that like I didn't want to be like a curmudgeon about it. Like I would go back and revisit it and be like, or maybe I've, I'm just, I'm a classicist. You know, the old stuff was better. You should see them live. They're much better live. But it was genuinely but, terrible. Uh, that's the thing is I'm not even a classicist. Like I, 1989 is my favorite Taylor Swift album by leaps and bounds. Um, And then Reputation came out. Whatever, even what, what was that song even called? Look What You Made Me Do. Where the chorus is just I her going, that. look what you made me do look what you made me do look what you just made me do look like you just made me do which i promise if you put the baseline from bad guy underneath that it's still gonna fit not doing anything different don't at me youth of today um but anyway i heard that song and and it got to the like the old taylor can't come to the phone right now why because she's dead and i was like oh you you lost it okay you're you're done this is it. You just I know. We had a good run there. You, you just you just took your career and jumped off a cliff as far as I'm concerned. Basically. And then then she put me out and like it's not the best song ever by any means. It's 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 not amazing. Uh, and people are criticizing it I think for the wrong reasons, but it is a return to to the sort of like positive power pop that Taylor Swift became known for. And I think that that is more important than like angsty, like not really doing anything different than everybody else. Taylor Swift. So I, I actually I dig the new I dig the new the new T Swift direction. The return to to bright colors and fun times. See, I really very much love country music, 
So I'd like that Taylor back. <laughs> she was never country. It's never coming back. I, I wish it would, though. I would take her doing like covers of her own songs with a banjo in them somewhere. <laughs> I would be totally fine with that. There's a country song. I don't know how much you guys listen to country, but one of the lyrics is, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. Um, oh, my yes, God. Yes, we're familiar with Alabama. Okay. Yeah, roll tide, baby. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. That league guitar is that hot, but not for Louisiana not man. Not Louisiana man. Yeah. So, rousing up that bow. You listen to country music? I am. She's from bastard. Corn country. She like you know that song "Flyover States" by Jason Aldean. That is that is talking about Rachel. Yeah. She's from Des Moines. No, I'm from a small town in Missouri. I moved to Des Moines. Also, Iowa, Iowa is literally just Oklahoma, but north. Don't offend us like that, please. Ethan has never been to Iowa. He doesn't know anything about what it's actually like. He's just making broad generalizations for the sake of comedy. Okay, then. <laughs> no, but I've been to Illinois and Indiana, and they're exactly the same. That's because it's Illi- Illinois. Illinois and Indiana. I, I feel like if you went to Chicago and then flew to Indianapolis, you'd be like, oh, this is no, not No, I'm the not same. talking about that. I'm talking about the like the, the parts that more resemble Iowa, where it's just flat and straight and nothing. We have and corn. corn and pigs. Okay, and Oklahoma has corn and cows. Pigs. Anyway, flyover states. Of course she likes country music. I do indeed enjoy some. Anyway, where where were you going with the with the you gotta have a fiddle in the band thing? Because I think we cut you off. Oh no, I was just talking about like Taylor Swift needing a banjo for her covers. It just made me think. I can tell you if you got if you got like a really hot banjo player in the Taylor Swift band, it would do nothing but improve the songs. Like even the new ones. Not not hot like attractive, hot like no hot like talented. Like that lead guitar is hot. Yeah. But not for a Louisiana man. Cause yeah, you got yeah, it. If you, you got, got Bella g- Fleck and the Fleck tones behind Taylor. I think you'd have a real, really something special there. Right, like if you if you're in Taylor Swift's band and you're like a guitar player, you can be a pretty average guitar player. But if you if you're gonna go out and play the banjo in front of thousands and thousands of people, you gotta really know the banjo. Cause that's like that's a whole different like that's a whole different art to the banjo. Ring 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 ring. I don't know much about the banjo, so I feel like I can't contribute anymore. But. Well, we're from we're from bluegrass country, um, which is where basically you know every banjo player that exists in Nashville just still sort of comes from this general area where we live, uh, and okay, it, they, it just it's a whole like the banjo is, is a different skill than pretty much any other instrument. Fair, I mean, I I know kind of how to play a ukulele. Oh, that's not the same. No. I know, I know it's not. A banjo is more akin to like. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you a track, Rooch, and you're gonna listen to it. It's not. It's like jazz banjo. It's from a whole other time period. Is okay. it Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones? Oh my God! Is it, it's the Fleck is Tones. It, is it Hoedown? It's Hoedown. Originally by Emerson Lake and Palmer. Nobody ho- does Hoedown quite like Bella Fleck though. No, but the banjo is an instrument. It's it's more akin to like to to like a keyboard than anything else because you have. You should never have dead space on a banjo. Like, a banjo can play as a solo instrument and do both, like, leads and the rhythm part at the same time. Do the leads and the chords. Oh, man, this is so good. It's... Yeah, I like it. I'll give you that. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Ethan's like, oh, man, this is good. I just started it. It's it's some good stuff. I forgot about this song. Uh, So... Moving on, we were trending on YouTube. I, real quick, before we got to this trending on YouTube page, uh, Ethan, were you familiar with these top three videos? With what top three videos? I opened the world's first free store, I'm gay, and free young boy. Uh, yeah, I saw, uh, I saw, uh, I'm gay yesterday. Okay, I have not yet seen I'm gay. I know that everything Mr. Beast touches is gold. Yeah, and Mr. Beast I have is, no idea is who among Nelly the Chapa best of is. Mr. Beast is among us. I, I think that I think Free Young Boy is his name. I think that's the oh Nelly Chapa. I don't. I have no idea because who it, this well, is. when he when he started the song, he started talking about Chapas. Okay, but the account name is Nelly Chapa. Oh, huh, weird. Maybe it's Free Young Boy. I have no idea. He's no Lil Nas X. No, he's not. He doesn't have the horses in the back. Lil Nas X has an album coming out in a couple weeks. Horses in the back. I hate it. I love it. It's because it's popular. No, not just because it's popular. Because it's annoying. 
because it's popular. No, but anytime I can go on the YouTube trending page, which I just learned existed about five seconds ago, um, that it's like a separate page. I just thought it was a box I just didn't get. Um, but every every time I go on the YouTube trending page and the first video that comes up is Mr. Beast, I know that like it's been a good day in, in, in the world. Yeah, a very good thing happened in the city that man lives in. <laughs> right, like this dude doesn't do anything that sucks. Why do you have a hammer? Found it. Does this happen every time you guys record? Uh, sometimes it's a knife. Oh! So, 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 actually, I do want to talk to you about this. Rooch, as, as a certified teenager, a person under the age of 20, under the age of 18, actually, a, a minor, how do you feel about Mr. Beast? Um... Is he on I, your radar at all? Is, or is that like a... Really. Is he Is he kind of, like, for old heads? Kind of like for old heads. I love Mr. Beast. And you... I love Mr. Beast. You are more than welcome to do... So what's the... Well, what's the problem? Is it just, like, that you guys don't know about him, or...? We don't know about him, and I'm, I just di listen to different music. I'm a big Bastille fan. I listen to Mr. a lot of Broadway. Hold on, hold on. Mr. Beast is not a musician. Wait, he's not? No. No. He's a YouTuber. to save his life. He's a YouTuber, and he gives things away. Oh! Yeah, he like goes on people's Twitch streams, right, and like draw a ton of bits yeah. and donos. Yeah. Um, I, I what mean, are bits I think and donos? that's dope. But otherwise, he exists. Oh, so he does a lot more than just go on people's Twitch streams. He like um he went into like a random grocery store, like a like a Safeway, and bought everything in the store that was non-perishable and spent like $87,000 in like two hours and donated it all to a homeless shelter or like a food bank or whatever, just, just for, just for good kicks. I mean, that's super dope of him. Yeah. But he's, he's got like, he's, I mean, he's obviously got the number one trending video right now and it got 12 million views in the last day. And it's just like him doing incredibly positive things, which I think is, is, is a thing that can't hurt. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. Katrina and I talked about specifically on the episode that's going up tomorrow that I have to edit um, about the world needing more positive people, positive things, just more positivity in general. Um, so that's like, yeah, I should probably check him out, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah his videos are all right, honestly. Like, he's just kind of like a dude. How did he get so much money to... So he doesn't have much money. If he spent $87,000 in that grocery store, it's because he sold exactly $87,000 worth of merchandise. Oh. He takes every dollar that is given to him and invests it back into his channel. Now, he also, you know, pays himself and his staff like a living wage. Uh -huh. But but he's not he's not paying them like an absurd wage and he's not paying himself an absurd wage. He also wage. gets absurd brand deals because he doesn't keep any of the brand deal money. Okay. So like his very first brand deal, he got a call from, I don't know who it was, and they said, we'll give you $5,000 to make a video and feature our product. And he wrote back to them and said, if you make it $10,000, I'll give it away. And they did it. Oh. And the video was him giving $10,000 to somebody on the street. Yeah, to some like literally like a random human being. And that's just what he does now is, is like, so he'll get brand deals and then just like take that money and use it for something else. So like his, his, I bought a grocery store video was sponsored by, I can't even remember who it was that gave him a hundred thousand dollars to, to donate. That's super dope. So yeah. that, that whole thing just compounded into him growing incredibly rapidly into this. Cause he's been doing it for a long time, but like just blew up in like the last year or so. That's super awesome of him. Um, I'll definitely go check out his channel and his his uh, mission. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean his, his his videos. Like I said, his videos are okay. They're nothing special. There are also just some like wild ones in there. Like you know, we found four people in the street and tried to figure out who could sit in cereal for the longest. Who could? Um, one of the random people. I don't know. I watched it. I'll tell you, it's it's effective. I watched it. I watched a twenty minute video of people sitting in cereal. <laughs> And then did I had a hard, change? I had a hard look in the mirror at myself afterward, like, what, wh what did I just watch? People sitting in cereal for 20 minutes? I mean, yeah. On, on to, what is the next thing that we do on this show? Um, so the next thing we do is talk about, like, Twitter, Twitter trending and Twitter moments. Basically all that's trending is, it's Father's Day, so, Father's Day stuff. Ooh, I guess you two probably are not the best people to ask about Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? My wife's pregnant, and I'm gonna have a kid, so I don't even care. It's Tyler's first dad. Yeah, it's Tyler's first Father's Day. <laughs> uh, so you know what? I like Father's Day. This is a, a meaningful holiday to me, and I'm gonna have dinner with my dad, and I'm not gonna feel bad about saying that. Okay. Nobody's asking you to feel trending? bad about that, Tyler. No, like, for sure. 
Buzz Buzzfeed quiz. Did you find a Buzzfeed quiz for us? Um, I didn't, but it takes two seconds for me to because I spend a lot of time on Buzzfeed. Um, that's a weird perspective for me. I spent a lot of time growing up with Zay Frank as well, but it was watching his brilliant videos and not his absolute trash website. Excuse you? Oh no, Buzzfeed is the bane of existence. Do you know what type of pizza you are based on how your room is designed? Am I about I to find that... out? No, I couldn't find that quiz. But would you like to know what food, what Disney bird you are based on the food you eat around the world? Yeah. I I would like to know that. I've got that quiz pulled up, so you could send Eden the link, but I don't need it. Okay. The problem is, the first question here, I'll wait for you guys to get the link, and then I'll say the problem. I was still listening to Hoedown by Bella Fleck. <laughs> oh my god, so I've just good. been listening to it, like like, I don't know, 12 seconds at a time. Choose a Japanese dish. The problem is I would choose to eat Japanese for every meal all the time anyway, but the answer is sushi. Uh, um, it's chicken curry for me, which I don't think it's Japanese, but okay. Um, have not, you ever? Not that big on Japanese food. I like Japanese food, but have you ever had a pork katsu bento box? Because that is amazing. So now I don't know no, what to No, that does pick. look good, though. It sounds like the pork katsu ben bento box. No, but the options are pork katsu or bento And box. bento. Oh, I, I see. I can't combine them. I see. I would go with sushi because it's freaking awesome. I don't like fish. What a broad statement. Okay, choose a Japanese snack. Edamame. Mochi ice cream. Mochi ice cream's good. Pocky is overrated. Josh used to get that for me all the time, and by that I mean he would just get a bunch of it and leave it in the fridge, and freezer? I would eat it because he told me to, and it was just awesome. Did he leave it in the fridge or the freezer? No, the freezer. That is not... Okay, let's move on to the Greek meal. That's not what souvlaki looks like, but Spanakopita. <laughs> Um, oh, but I Greek don't salad's ever, good, but Spanakopita. I don't ever eat Greek food. You don't eat Greek salad? Like salad that has olives and oil in it? I don't like olives. I just, oh, I'm, God, what a broad statement. Just how is there not a euro on this? That's kind of what I'm wondering. I don't know. Souvlaki's kind of like a euro. I don't go, know why it's on skewers here. That's how it is, dude. I, I don't think you got whatever you thought was souvlaki back when you ate it in eighth grade. <laughs> you might be right. Uh, I, I went Moussaka. I picked Spanakopita because I so vaguely good. remember having it at one point in my life. Oh. oh my god, have you ever had spinach and cheese and a croissant all at the same time? Because that's all it is. Okay, pick a Greek snack. Oh. Baklava. Pita and tzatziki. Baklava. Baklava or pita and tzatziki? Ah. I'm going baklava. Eat some Indian food. Uh, I just want to first take umbrage with the fact that chicken tikka marsala is an English dish, not an Indian dish. It was combined, it was made from combined curry powder that they brought over to uh, England during the big spice trade and is not a traditional Indian dish. Do you know what it is also a traditionally English dish? Apple pie, Ethan. So just roll with it. I okay? did pick chicken tikka marsala because it's I did delicious. Too. It's delicious. It's so good with some rice and garlic naan. I love oh, Indian food. Okay, so pick an Indian I'm not snack. A huge Indian I've only had one of these, which is papadums, and they're very good. I've had, I don't know that I've had any of these. I've had samosas and jalebi, which is like sugar. It's like fried sugar. Yeah, it's like fried sugar. I'm going with samosas because they look like something that I would eat. I'm a child with a high metabolism, so I'm picking the fried sugar. Grab something from China. You got egg rolls, crab rangoon, crab rangoon, pink king duck, pork fried rice, mooncakes, beef and broccoli. Pork fried rice. Oh my gosh. So I do love pork fried rice. I've been to China, so I've had all of these, and let me say, not once did I have beef and broccoli, but, like, I've had that in America. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like steak, broccoli, and instead of potatoes, rice. Basically. I'm deciding <laughs> mooncakes are good, but they're more of, like, depending on what's in them, you can have, like, a sweet or a savory mooncake, but what I've, I've always had them for is the Lunar New Year, and it's a sweet mooncake, so I, I wouldn't really think... I'm gonna go Peking duck because they cut the duck in front of me while I was in China, which is cool. It must have been nice. Eat some Italian food. Uh, not eggplant. I can't parm. remember exactly not what the deal is, but guy. I also don't think a margarita pizza is Italian. I'm pretty sure that some Western country in invented that as well. Ethan, you could literally write Ted Mosby the character into existence for saying things like that. <laughs> well, I did have to do an entire like. 11 page paper on the Indian spice trade in college, so I, I did know that. Um, I've this is an offensive choose an American snack. I'm, gonna t I'm going with here. lasagna because I don't really I'm also like margarita lasagna. pizza that much. I am going with lasagna as well because it is my biggest comfort food, and whenever anyone asks, like, oh, you're coming to town, what should we make? My answer is lasagna. Yeah, this, this uh, pick an American snack thing is just offensive. <laughs> is this 
all they think we are. This is all they think we are, yeah. Caramel popcorn, Pop-Tarts, Cheetos, cupcakes, tater tots, and Twinkies. Okay, let me just be clear. Three of these are decidedly dessert. Yeah. Two of them are... Oh, no, one of them is a snack. One of them is a side. And one, and one of them, of them is, is like a breakfast pastry. Yeah. yeah, I have never once gone, mm, let me get a snack and just like opened my freezer, ripped out the Orida freaking uh, tater tots, preheated the oven to 450 degrees, sat there for 25 minutes. Um, I have because I've we also have never an been like, fryer. oh, time for a good snack. Oh, I also have an air fryer. I might use it for my Arby's brand curly fries. Although, tonight. despite that, I am picking tater tots. Yeah, I'm leaning yeah, I'm, towards I'm going tater tots. With tots. Because the other options. Oh, I like great. mine. Okay, who goes first? Uh, Tyler seems very excited. I'm Nigel from Finding Nemo. I'm also Nigel from Finding Nemo. I'm Kevin <laughs> from <laughs> Up. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Wait a minute, I thought this was a Disney thing. Yeah. Yeah, what Disney bird you are. This is, we both, we all got Pixar answers. Yeah, I was expecting um, to be like Zazu. Yeah. Technically, isn't it Disney Pixar though? Yeah, but it's like Disney Marvel. I didn't get Scarlet Witch either. Okay, how many yeah, I'm not, Disney I'm not the exclusive Falcon. birds do you know? Yago, Zazu, Zazu, Yago. I don't know. That's two big you're ones asking, right there. We only look, got two look, answers. Root, you're asking the wrong person. So I'm going to Disney for Christmas this year, and one of the days. Very exciting. It, it's very exciting. I'm gonna Disney bound one of the days, and I was like asking one of my friends like, who should I go as? And she looked at me and goes. I don't know. I'm getting Smee vibes from you. Out of Smee? Who's Smee? The Smee like Anakin's Yeah, like mom? Anakin. Yeah. From Star no. Wars? No. Smee like, um. Also, while we're at it. she's a Disney princess now. Buzzy the Vulture, Darkwing Duck, Scuttle, Hayabusa the Falcon, oh, Iago. Donald Duck is a bird. <laughs> Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Panchito Pistoles, Jose Carioca. So, Smee is the, like, Captain Hook's little dude. I don't, I don't know what to call him other than his little dude. Oh, he's the dude with the striped shirt from Peter Pan. Uh -huh. You should just be you Peter Pan. You don't Smee at all. Yeah, you should just be Peter Pan. I don't want to be Peter Pan. See, the thing with Disneybounding is everyone does it now, so you have to pick, like, really weird and obscure characters. Mm, you don't have to. There's not really rules. No, I think, yeah, I think you can just be the popular character. I don't, I don't know. I still have like six months to decide who I want to be. I get this. There was probably like a six minutes in my life where I was like, you know what? I want to do this whole cosplay thing. And in that six minutes, I like was like, okay, I'm in and I'm not doing Deadpool. Okay, glad we got that out of the way. So like, I get it. You can't do like the, but everybody does this character mm -hmm. thing. Especially because like, this is probably the only time in my life I'm going to Disney bound. It would be different if I like lived in Orlando and went to Disney all the time. Right. So I feel like it's very important that you remember for the rest of your life being Smee from Peter Pan. You think I should go as Smee? No, I think you should go as a character that you're going to have like a resonance towards and you'll remember and care about. Like Smee from Harry, or from Star Wars. <laughs> See, the thing is, here's the problem with me in cosplay is like I'm kind of like a chonky dude so like my options are like Fat Thor and like Ned you from Spider-Man. You could do you Smee, could honestly. But the thing is it's not cosplaying like because Elder Cunningham, you know it's, it's, it's like limited options here. Oh no, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Disney bounding. I'm talking about cosplaying because I am not under any circumstances going to Disney bound anything. You could be Smee. I <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm Gucci. No, thank you. Y'all, y'all. I think like, Ethan would show up on accident in a blue striped polo and blue shorts and flip flops to Disney. <laughs> Let World. me tell you what Jaboy is not doing ever is wearing a polo shirt to a Floridian theme park. <laughs> Are you not comfortable in polo shirts? I a polo shirt to me feels zero different than a normal t-shirt. Yeah, no, it's completely different. It's got a collar. Yeah, you never and it's heard got open you never heard the phrase right like here. hot under the collar? Yeah, let me tell you what it is in Florida. Hot. Hot, it's really hot. muggy, honestly. Yeah, hot and humid, and you're like you're swimming in the air. Heat. It's a wet heat, it's a, a moist heat. Oh, that word. So no, if I go to Disney World, I'm showing up in a t-shirt. Okay. You know what? On further reflection, Smee wears a t-shirt anyway. Yeah. So. I don't know what who this person is or what they look like, but I can guarantee you. I'm trying to I guarantee you this is photo. not my outfit aesthetic. This is like, I, I don't How do you know spell who put this Smee? together. S-M-E-E. -E. There you go. Skype chat. Mm, okay. I do know who you're talking about. Yep. I have seen this person. Um, I would never wear those shorts with that shirt. First of all. <laughs> Uh, second of all, I would just it? never wear that shirt. 
Let me tell you. you have let, that shirt. Let me tell you, you. Used to wear that shirt in college. Let me tell you who does not look particularly good in horizontal stripes, especially of bright colors. Chunky dudes. I mean, my great grandma, who is now ninety-eight. No, she's turning. She's turning ninety-nine, so she is ninety-eight right now. She went up to my mom in oh horizontally striped shirt, looked at her and goes, women don't look good in horizontally striped shirts, and then, like, walked away. Yeah, it's a Sixth savage old had person different thing. opinions on that, yeah. I mean, this savage old person also went up to my aunt that just had a baby and said, you're just fat and not doing anything about it. She's 99. I feel like 99-year-olds can get away with saying whatever they want because it's it's not worth it to just teach them the lesson. Yeah, she at one point went up to use my bathroom and came downstairs and was like, I couldn't find the hand towel to dry my hands on, so I'm gonna dry them on you. And just like ran her wet hands up and down my arm until they were dry. Oh, that's solid grounds to hit an old person in the face. I wanted to, but there was family around, and I was holding a baby. That is a, a sincerely an inappropriate violation of personal space. Hi, Emily. She can't hear I you. I know, but... But it, she was telling me exactly what I was about to tell you guys, that we are a little over on time, which means it's time to wrap the show up. Pretty little bow. Also, if you, like, because you guys sent me, just real quick, you guys sent me a picture of Mr. Smee, and also, like, a how to, how to, like, hipster cosplay as Mr. Smee. And, like, I could definitely, I could, like, I wouldn't wear this outfit, but there was probably a time in which I would have, and, like, I could definitely see people wearing this outfit, but, like, this is a different outfit than the dude is wearing. Right, that's the point of yeah, Disney the- bounding. Right, okay, well, you know, we're just gonna end before we have any more to say on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not wearing flip flops. Yeah, he's wearing like like dark chucka brown chucka boots. Which if I wore this outfit in this is a this is a beanie. This is a beanie. If I wore this outfit in Florida, I would melt. Also, I have no idea who Mr. Smee is. If it's Peter Pan, I don't have. I got nothing. That if it, if you weren't Peter or Hook, I would be like, who who are you? All right. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up. Are we wrapping up the bacon and eggs way or the perspective Z way? Addy, what's the last thing you say on Perspective Z? Uh, this has been another episode of Perspective Z. That's been Rachel. That's been Katrina. Thanks for listening. Bye, Toodles. How did Toodles get it? I don't remember. Does she just listen in on every Skype call and just say nothing? Anyway, I know what we're going to do. So Ethan's going to do the regular bacon and eggs thing. And then after he says Arrivederci, I'm going to say, and this has been another episode of Perspective Z. Um, and that starts with an A. I like it. I'll say Toodles at the end, even though that does not that start works. with an A. All right, cool. No, but, but Toodles will love it. Anyway, Rachel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, I don't remember what my Twitter handle is. Let me check real quick. It's our uh, Bartholomew 94, or 094, 094, I think. Thank you. Um, you can find me perspective underscore Z on Twitter, uh, Podbeam perspective Z. If you want to listen to the podcast on YouTube, it's perspective Z. Basically type perspective Z into your search bar. You can find my dog at sky underscore the underscore pirate on Instagram. Sky is S-K-Y-E. I think that covers the big one. Yep. Perspective Z, your favorite generation podcast. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts, and now on Spotify. You got it. Yep. Available wherever podcasts are sold and also not sold. Probably. Yeah, I'd like to get paid for my podcast. That'd be great. Uh, You have to sign, like, an exclusive contract with uh, one of these podcatchers. That's a lot of work. No, thank you. And then people have to listen on, like, Stitcher. Yeah. Are you even on Stitcher? I don't know. That app sucks. That would be a no, then. So (laughs) Yeah, they tell you. Don't listen on Stitcher, because it's not there. Probably. I feel like you would know. Anyway, uh, I've been Ethan Edgell. He's been Tyler Carlin. Her over there in the Moines has been Rachel. This has been another episode of Bacon and Eggs. Till next week. Arrivederci. And that is another episode of Perspective. Toodles.